Welcome, welcome, welcome to our very grown-up episode 40. I can't believe it. We're middle-aged. So, <laughs> um, so, yes, welcome, everyone. I am your co-host, Kylie Wilde. Uh, I'm joined by Pete Beckett. Who's having a midlife crisis. Yes. Uh, I'm not it's, really. It's episode 40. No, it's, it's yeah. Yeah, come on, guys. You get on board with us. <laughs> <laughs> Soon enough, no. I'm going to start driving virtual Ferraris. Oh gosh, yes, there you go. Uh, <laughs> what do what do chicks do during midlife crisis? These buy big fancy houses like myself. Um, <laughs> I just thought they went through menopause and that was it. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how to do that on air. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to. I just thought it was men that had the midlife crisis and wanted to show off their big balding heads. Oh goodness. Um, well, um, I'm trying. Yeah, there's no virtual thing that I can do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for joining us on Rapid Reviews Radio. Uh, it is crazy to think that we've made it 40 episodes. Um, yes. Yeah, it's wild. We're gearing up for for special ones down the road um, yep. as we hit our, our next achievement. Of um, course, we've got a couple of decent plans coming up for episodes yeah. 49 and for 50. Yeah, so stay yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, so, so n- nobody can ever accuse us of not planning ahead. Um, <laughs> it just never goes to plan, that's half the problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yes, so how's your week been, Pete? It's been mostly okay. Another week of working at home, being mostly bored and all that sort of thing. You know, lockdown is kind of sucky. But at least some of the restrictions are starting to ease so I can see people and all that sort of thing. So I can't complain too much. But what about you? Uh, Well, because lockdown is easing a bit um, over in Northern Ireland, not as much as it is, of course, around the rest of the islands, but... uh, it is uh my press is back up and running so that's been fun i've been i've been enjoying that and starting to to get back into the flow of things and i signed on um after a week of you know not being on and Mm. my queue for jobs was absolutely bummed as they say over here (laughs) um (laughs) you were swamped it was absolutely cool i was swamped i was Full of orders. You were knee deep in orders. I was knee deep in orders, and it's funny because one of the uh, the guys I've got working on uh, my electrical stuff, uh, he goes, "Yeah, if you're anything like me, you've got tons of orders and no supplies." And I was like, "Yes, yes, (laughs) sounds about right." That's yeah, that's all of us small business owners. We're all kind of stuck in this weird limbo of crazy amount of orders but can't get the uh, supplies in so that'll be fun <laughs> yeah and you gotta you gotta try and find and source those supplies at a decent rate which probably isn't gonna happen really is it right exactly so i i'll have to go on the on the dark web <laughs> nice <laughs> not really fbi if you're listening not really <laughs> yes that was a joke yes i wouldn't I recommend that you start buying your supplies in bitcoin yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but that kind of leads us into the news. Not at all, but it, it's it's a way to lead us into the news. <laughs> that was the te- the worst segue attempt I think I've ever heard you try. <laughs> you really have started Woo-hoo! having a midlife crisis. I am. Yeah, 
We're breaking all the rules with episode 40. Yes. But before we get into the news, I actually wanted to yeah. uh, discuss something about last week's episode where we had Lewis on, which was an yes. awesome episode. I really enjoyed myself. It was very fun. It was, <laughs> it was a weird one. But the thing was, the reason why we brought up the Xbox showcase was because we were supposed to make predictions. Yes. <laughs> never did. We didn't get around to it. <laughs> no, so we're going to do that now. Oh. We're going to add a couple of uh, verbal ones, and then we're going to have a couple uh, written ones with the rest yes. of the crew for the uh, for the episode next week. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the Xbox showcase, uh, just in case you didn't know, 23rd of July at 5pm British Summertime, or I think it's 12pm Eastern and 9am Pacific. Right. If my time zones are correct, that is. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Well, I seem to have got that one right. So Yeah. um, Yeah, they're going to be showing off mostly first-party games and a couple of third parties. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Um, so, I'm excited. Two predictions each. What are uh-huh. you thinking? Oh, you want me to go first? Two right. Ladies first, always. Oh, whatever. Um, Look, I'm I, I'm one for chivalry. All right. Uh huh. <laughs> chivalry is dead. Um, no, it's not. Uh, I I'm the living embodiment of chivalry. Yes. Well, but what happens when I'm more like Brienne of Tarth, who is a lady knight? Um, <laughs> I'm still chivalrous. Uh, yes. Uh, so I have been debating whether, like, are all my predictions going to be Halo-based? Yes. <laughs> the truth is inside, in my heart, <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> but because I live for you people out there, you listeners, I will keep them in my heart where they belong. <laughs> yep. Cool um, yes. But um, one thing I definitely think... Now, I made this prediction before um, on uh, the PlayStation 1, but it's because I really, really do feel that uh, like Cyberpunk 2077 will be released on, you know, it is already com- it, it is already confirmed, by the way. Well, see, there you go. See, I've already won. <laughs> the listeners should also know I'm running on about three hours of sleep. Of course. So, <laughs> um, then uh, I think that we will see a Warner Brothers game because obviously Sony mm. revealed uh, Spider-Man. Um, you know, Microsoft always goes, as we say, tit for tat. So yes. I would think some form of Warner Brothers superhero game, um, possibly. I want to say Batman, but I know that that's that's a big leap. It uh, is a big leap. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, this is bearing in mind. Obviously, we didn't really cover this, but actually, WB Games is currently up for sale. Yes, and it Microsoft is. have apparently been interested yeah. in buying them. That's kind of what led me to that theory. Yeah, of uh, course. Because if Microsoft buys Warner Brothers, oh my gosh. I mean, I'm not the biggest DC fan. I've made that pretty clear. But uh, but DC has some good games. Um, well, I, I like Arkham, you know, the whole 
all of that. I like the Arkham series. Yeah. Um, it's not my favourite. No, but considering Arkham Asylum, you can play the whole game in detective mode. It's pretty broken. Exactly. Um, gosh, that's a whole separate... Uh, I could. Uh. Yeah, let's not go into that one. Yeah, okay, I'm trying not to, but the point is... I think that we'll see a WB game okay. um, of some sort, and then um, we'll pretend that my prediction of 27-7 didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Um, I think that they'll have to release. They have to release some form of racing game. Um, okay. With that so GT, yeah, Gran Turismo being announced. Okay, so there's only one of two then, isn't there, really? Unless they come up with something new, but yes. Well, the one of two would have been a reboot of a series that they haven't seen for a while, which I probably would have... I wouldn't be inclined to think that, which is Project Gotham Racing. Ah, right. Yes. Yes. But you're probably going to sit well with Forza 8, right? Yep. Okay. That's exactly it. So uh, your predictions are Forza 8 and uh, a WB uh, game of some sort. Yep. Possibly Batman. Yeah. And that's my... That's my uh, audio predictions God, the, I know because we're going to write three yes. written predictions so that we yeah. have so that each guest has a total of five predictions because yeah. let's be honest the last one that we did with the PlayStation one we tended to have more predictions than everyone you else did. and yeah. I got more right than everyone else because I had you more did. chance <laughs> so I admit my mistake that I we had yep. far too many so we're limiting it this time yes see yes. I've done my due diligence I've done my due diligence this time around <laughs> We take I tried. Care of our guests. We yes, tried. You do. We tried. So, oh, I uh, my predictions are, and I'm going to agree with you here. There's no way they're not showing Forza Eight. Yeah. Or. Yep. Possibly even Forza Horizon Five, but I think it's time for. Um, uh-huh. I think it's time for Eight because usually they kick off the generations and then mm-hmm. uh, Playground Games and Turn Ten will come out with another with a Horizons game right. not long after. Mm-hmm. But this is where the problem lies: is that apparently Playground Games have been working on another series, rumored series. Yeah, I've... well, well I, it seems like I saw that on on a tweet somewhere. Yeah, yes, they have apparently been working on Fable. That's well, that we talked about it. That's what it was. Yeah, we did, <laughs> but I don't think it's going to be shown. I really right. don't. Okay. Because, Interesting. Because mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Whilst they might not inundate the um, inundate the market with too many shooters, I mm-hmm. think they're going to inundate the market with too many shooters to start. It's they tend to have high frame rates better. and stuff yeah. like that. So exactly. Whilst the original company that is in under Microsoft's tutelage at the moment won't mm-hmm. be involved in this, Perfect Dark is making a return. Oh, see, that's been rumored for so long. That yes, it I, has. That is a game I would love to see come back. Um, I also think that whilst mm-hmm. it is able to be played via Rare Replay, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a HD remaster of the original Perfect Dark. Ah, uh, that's what we need! Okay, that is a prediction that I'm 100% behind just because I want it. <laughs> yeah, so my, my sort of forms a two-tiered prediction in that sort of respect, yeah. where we'll we'll get a new Perfect Dark, but as a, because of the time that we have to wait for it, they mm-hmm. might just remaster the original as a... Oh, by the way, I this mean, is available on Series X Day 1. Exactly. I mean, think about um, uh, the you know the Resident Evil remasters. That's that's what they've done. We've talked about mm. that before, that it keeps them 
in the forefront of everyone's mind while they're working on you know the next iteration yeah exactly so yeah i i could i could get on board with that absolutely. well yeah there have been a lot of um accounts that have been popping up and we'll i mean we won't mention it with uh, nintendo because there's been a lot of those with nintendo's about super mario's 35th anniversary f-zero oh. and a few others yeah but these same sort of ones came out for fable perfect dark for microsoft and I do think that either a Perfect Dark or a Fable game are probably being worked on right now. Yeah, I would like to. I would like that to happen for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. me too. Even though I'm not a Fable fan. Well, <laughs> um, it's it. We talked about it last week, and so I hate to kind of go off on another tangent on it. There's so much potential in it. Yeah. Um, they could they could bring it around. Oh, I also heard from okay. a little bird that uh, it is entirely possible that um, Microsoft managed to get Outer Worlds and is planning on making that a uh, kind of you know lasting series. So, okay, so you think that they, yeah. they they picked up the license from Private Division then? That's what I what I've been told, but who knows? It can't confirm it yet. Okay, um, well a lot of that's hearsay, rumor, and all yeah, that sort of thing. Say, and that's that's fair enough. For our predictions, this is purely in our prediction section. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it would make sense now that obviously, um, mm-hmm. oh, God, what two, is the uh, Oh God. Obsid- Obsidian, that's the one. Well, yeah. Obsidian, yeah. Yeah, considering yeah. Obsidian obviously like are well, now Microsoft. owned by Microsoft, um, yeah. they might want their own version of a Fallout game to be exclusive to the platform. So that would make sense. It would. I, yeah, I, we're gonna save that for later next week because I could, ah, my little my little fangirl heart is like, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll cover it next we'll week it, if we'll obviously it. it does come up. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we we better segue on to the next part because that was just something. Yes, just need to do some housekeeping from last week. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, oh, I could start talking about this for a while. Next week, next week, next we week. will next week. It. Yes. So we'll segue on to more Microsoft news. Hooray! <laughs> but this is great news. I love this. And mm-hmm. I went back and listened to the tapes. We predicted this again. Woohoo! Of course. So hooray us again. <laughs> Yeah, we are really good. I don't know if you guys know this out there, but we make lots of predictions that come true. We do, we do. And I actually, that sounds insincere, but that is actually the truth. I know. Uh, but we are no, it was the specifics of which that we actually got right with this, which is the okay. weird part. So okay. we all know that Project xCloud is currently in its beta stage at present, or beta, when, wherever you are yes. in the world. I've never known how to properly pronounce it, so I'll go with beta. Yeah. Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> that's how I always remember it. Yeah. Yes, because oh. that's not a, not a callback to a horrible movie. Oh, goodness. A great one, uh, but a horrible one. Yeah. Um. So... Project X Cloud is due to release out of beta stage in September. So it's going to yeah. go full, full release. However, mm-hmm. it will be included at no extra cost if you are a Game Pass Ultimate member. Right. Hell Which... yeah. Yup. Yup, yup, yup. So it's uh, making that $15 a month price 
point, even better yeah. for some people because it's Game Pass it Ultimate is. for well, Game Pass for PC, Game Pass for mm-hmm. console, Xbox Live Gold membership, and now X Cloud membership. I I try my hardest. We were kind of talking about this a little bit before um, off air, but I try my hardest not to let my Microsoft fan girl your <laughs> come bias, out. my bias. Um, because I do really, I own all the consoles, I enjoy them, I love video games, you know, I, I have no, no real allegiance, but, uh, Microsoft, for me, they've been kind of hitting some wins the last few weeks. I, I have to agree. As someone, yeah. that, I, I mean, let's be honest here, I'm more biased towards Nintendo than anybody. Right. I mean... But Microsoft are making some incredible strides to make that um, make that Game Pass Ultimate um, yep. membership uh, something worthwhile. And yep. in the day and age of where we are at the moment, uh, everyone is very afraid to spend money. Yep. This is going to make people want to spend money on that membership, and I think it's a great idea. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> this is gonna probably seem out of left field. But as an entrepreneur, it makes sense to me. But um, so there was a uh, a very brief reality show on the Discovery Channel, probably 10, 15 years ago. Um, it, it had the um, the screaming guy from OxyClean that unfortunately passed away. Okay. Um, and then his British friend. Um, and on that, they were. It's called the Pitchman. Is what it was called. Oh right. Um, yeah. Um, it was really good. If you're into um, entrepreneurship, and it's just really good, I, 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 I encourage on. you to. to is it the that. same as Dragons Den over here? No, no, no. This is this is different. Uh, this follows what happens when a person has an idea. Yeah. Then the idea gets invested in. Yeah. What happens after that? Oh, is okay. The part that I'm more interested in, and then of course those two being the pitchmen, you know. Um, uh, God, how can I blink out on his name? He's like way famous. Anyway. No idea. Uh, hold on, guys, because I know no, no, there's no. people. You, you in carry, the you carry on. I'll, I'll find it. Uh, okay. Anyway, just look up OxyClean spokesman. Uh, Billy Mays. That's it. Billy, Billy Mays. Mays here. Yeah. Good old Anyways. Billy Mays. Yeah. Even I know who that is. For Christ's exactly. sake. Exactly. That's why I was like, I, I, I have to find his name. Anyway, so. <laughs> What they it's just a really great show. But what they did was uh, they would um, become the pitchmen in front of investors for people's products. Oh, that's awesome! And then, yeah, and then eventually, you know, it showed how they made the commercials and all this kind of stuff. Just really good insight into the entrepreneurial uh, spirit or whatever. Mm. But there's one episode that really, really, really stuck out in my mind, and that was I think it was an exercise product. The person that invented it uh, was dead set on the price point being something ridiculous, like we'll say ninety-nine dollars, which that is ridiculous. Is not yeah, it was ridiculous. And you know, Billy Mays is like, and Sully, that's his friend, that's his his British friend. Oh um, yeah. Uh, you know, he's sitting here trying to explain you're 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 selling things on on TV. You know, you're not. You know, selling things at a high-end store. You're selling things on the TV. You can't have a high price point. And they're like, but I won't make my money back. And then, I don't remember if it was Sully or Billy Mays that said it, but one of them said, you will make more money by selling at a lower rate and more of them 
than you would at selling fewer of them with higher price mm. on it. So I always took that to heart and that's what I do with my own business. But that to me sums up what Microsoft is doing with the Game Pass Ultimate, whereas they're packing a lot of stuff in it for a lower price because more people will buy it. So they'll make more money yeah. by more people buying it than if they jacked up the price and only, you know, five people buy it as opposed to, you know, ten, fifteen. Um and I just like it. It makes sense to me. Oh yeah, it <laughs> makes love- complete sense to me. Yeah. I mean I I mean, given the situation, I'm looking at obviously both my Xbox and mm-hmm. my my PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. One of them currently has an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate membership, and the other one yeah. currently has no PS Plus I'm because exactly. um, PS Plus gives you nothing at the moment. Yeah. It gives you the the two air quote free games <laughs> yeah. a month or a couple of games a month. Mm-hmm. They're not free. You pay for the membership. Right, and they give you online play. What else yeah. are they, What else am I getting for that money that I would spend on a monthly fee? A roughly about the same mm-hmm. as Game Pass membership. Exactly, and that's that's where Microsoft is excelling because I mean, think about it. The original Xbox 360. That's what Xbox Gold membership was. You got a free game a month. Um, the and, ability and to I play think- online. And Bellagy to play online, and I think they bumped it up to two free games towards the end. They did, it. yeah, because like, um, but... in the PS3 generation, um, play, uh, Sony started to do that with their PS Plus memberships. Right. Okay. Um, but obviously, the infrastructure was still free to play online, but they did right. include the premium membership for potentially better servers and a couple of free games. So, or and, uh, air quote uh, free it, games. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's I, I like watching uh, Microsoft almost um, evolve and grow in this capacity, but PlayStation hasn't yet. That, but I'm saying yet. They may want, look at this and go, ooh, we're going to up the ante and get even more awesome stuff to the gamers out ooh, there. Ooh, look, for your uh, £50, pounds a, 50 pounds a year, <laughs> or however much it is a month, I don't know, <laughs> we're going to include PS Now. Snore. PS now sucks. Yeah, I. I mean, I mean it's gotten better nowadays because you can actually download games. Yes, yes, okay, and that. See, that's the thing. Again, we probably should save this for next week, but that's the thing. PlayStation has to come to a point where they need to make a decision: and are they going to be like Microsoft and become the Netflix of gaming, or are they going to be more like the Nintendo eStore, which is strictly buying and selling of, or buy, buying games and downloading them yeah. um, which does great for Nintendo uh, oh yeah yeah but you know PlayStation's gonna have to say I need to be one or the other or some kind of weird conglomeration of two um, mm, I, I, I think the Sony aren't gonna do either of them because I think given the situation that they're the market leaders at the moment yeah. we saw this with the PS2 to the PS3 they got arrogant and people refused to buy the console to start with until they right. they made a price drop and yep. took some of the uh, some of the good features away to mm-hmm. make that price drop. Yeah. Backwards compatibility always stung uh, that you couldn't do yeah. that properly on the on the the non sixty gig original PS3s. Yeah, absolutely, so, and we've talked about that. Yeah, I just worry. It- I do very much worry about the fact that uh, I feel that Sony are going into this um, 
quite arrogantly again. And yeah. I think if they were to announce the price point on Thursday, just before Microsoft's showcase, it wouldn't surprise me because they are uh, at present literally doing everything they can to undercut Microsoft in every respect. Right, like which, releasing the DualSense controller just before yeah. one of their showcases. It's like, yeah, okay. Which, to be to be fair, I mean, it worked with the PS4. Yeah. Um, because Microsoft had just a terrible, terrible oh, Yeah. I mean, look at just look at it. The infamous video of how you share games on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. This yeah. was released... Very soon after the whole uh, always yep. online DRM situation that Don Matrix screwed up with yep. Xbox One, and literally everyone went right. I'm a PlayStation gamer now because yep. you and know they are able to take the mick out of Sony or to, out of Microsoft. Sorry, out of Microsoft, they yep. they had a better product, they had better games, yep. and yep. they weren't always online. Exactly. <laughs> And you it didn't have Don Matrick turning around and saying, well, if you haven't got an internet connection, buy an Xbox oh. 360. I know. <laughs> I, oh, God. You, uh, okay, we will save that because... Yeah, it's yeah, an interesting discussion point at some point. It is too good, too good, and one of my favorite subjects. Uh, yeah, that whole thing was... That whole exact, E3 that whole was entire, utterly hilarious. I, I'm, I'm fascinated by every... Because I... Oh, it, for me, watching that is probably true for most of us and our audience. Um, it's like other people when they watch football games and 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 stuff, mm. and they analyze it and they all you know, yeah. and they get excited or whatever. That's how it was for me because it's like, oh, look what Microsoft has done. They've really they've really messed this up. Uh, how's you know uh, Sony gonna come back after this one? And then oh, Sony's like blowing them out of the water. I just love all of that. Uh, I did the same, and then I turned. Yeah. Around. I, I did the same, and then I watched. Um, Nintendo showcase, and I went, yeah, the Wii U. So the Wii U exists. Yes, that's the thing. <laughs> wow, they, they uh, were depressing yeah. E3s for Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, the only good one that we got was the Super Mario Maker one. Yeah. I mean, that oh, was gosh, awesome. Yeah. And Smash Brothers, let's be honest. Yeah, well, uh, that's the thing. I think that is a hidden gem that a lot of people are now kind of like, oh, that wasn't as, you know. Yeah, I, I look at that and I go, I, I look at everyone now sort of turning around and going, the Wii U was a surprisingly good but underrated exactly. console. And I went, mm-hmm. I was saying this at the time. Yep. However, there's yep. no point owning one now because every good game that was on there yeah. is now pretty much on the Switch. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple, but they'll be there. They uh, will. Pikmin 3 is outstanding yeah. at the moment. Um, Mario 3D World is currently outstanding. Yeah. And that's about it, because we've already got Wonderful 101 remastered, and yep. that was a bloody Just... joke, the whole thing. Yeah, which... I'm not going into it. If you want to see what I was going to talk about, it was, on, and... it was on Twitter this week that I had a falling oh. out with someone about that. <laughs> I got oh, called okay. a nonce. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. I did back see that. Yeah, I'm not ah. saying who it was, no. but I got called no. a nonce and for those yeah. uh, outside of the UK who have no idea what that means, it's basically a pedophile. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not a great not a great thing. <laughs> no, it's not. I got called a nonce for disagreeing with someone. I thought it was hilarious. It was... <laughs> um, Welcome to Twitter, but yes, everyone. We probably... Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, we'll where move things on. made up and the points don't matter. That is... 
yeah. what they used to say on um, a show I used to watch. Yeah. Uh, so. uh, yeah, we'll we'll move on slightly because obviously you know that's a story that we could obviously talk more about next week with. Absolutely. Because I I, I do think that it might discuss more to do with Project X Cloud because according to uh-huh. Phil Spencer in his blog post, Project X Cloud is not the real name of X of it. But they yeah, actually haven't good. worked out what the final release name's going to yeah. be. I wonder, hmm, hmm, they'll probably call it the Matrix or something. <laughs> you, you do you do know. They're probably just going to call it Xbox Cloud or something. Yeah. You know full well. They could call it the Index, since they called their talkie person Cortana even though it wasn't Jen Taylor's source, but we're rehashing everything yes, from last yes, week. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Uh, so we'll move on. Yes. Um, I mean, you can see the document, obviously. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. But had yeah. you would you have heard about this story had I not put it into the document? Uh, the one that I earlier went, oh, that's cool. Yeah, the, met- <laughs> the Metacritic update. Yeah. No, I would not have. I don't know how... Oh, I missed that, but I'm I'm loving it. So yes, let's because let's it flew under the radar. It was weird. So, so is it weird that I didn't know about it, or is that seem to be? No, it seems like a lot of people haven't picked up on it. That's crazy. I know. Okay, it's a good one. So yeah. yes. So Metacritic have made an update to uh, how user reviews are posted, and this might annoy some people, but it might actually. Oh, I think I, I actually think this is a good change. So uh-huh. the update states that users won't be able to post user reviews until 36 hours after the release of the game. Uh-huh. Great change. I like that. Because then you I aren't going to get those absolute idiotic, foolish people who review bomb a game Either just for way. the sake of mm-hmm. the, the fact that they haven't played the game. 25-hour yeah. experiences. And yes, we're calling The Last of Us 2 out on this one because there yeah. are a lot of stupid reviews on there. Yeah. Both both sides of the spectrum. That, yeah, it was actually found by a YouTuber um, that actually a lot of the positive reviews on the user side were all generated by bots. Not a not a surprise. But actually, the a lot of the negative reviews weren't as they were claimed. Yeah. Wow. Which I thought was really funny. If you want to go and That's... check that out, I'll post a link to it. And I know what people are going to say about the person as soon as I mention it. It's the quartering. But he did his yeah. due diligence on the anal- on analysing the data, and I think it's fair to say, go and have a look. Yeah. Because it's absolutely. true. Absolutely. You know. Um, I definitely, I like this. I like this. I mean, it's not, not going to stop uh, the professional reviewers who are sucking up to game companies like Sony, cough, cough. <laughs> um, from giving perfect tens, but I don't like that the review bombing. I don't like review bombing either way, positive I mean, or negative. I mean, I don't we, like we, it. We spoke about it earlier on in the year when Animal Crossing released, yep. and they were review bombing it for being on the yep. Switch only, and it's like, really? Yep. Are you joking? Exactly. Like review exactly. bombing is, is is an art form, and it's not even an art form. It's a stupid thing, and I don't get it. Say it's an art you know. form. Art form like DDoS, which yeah, means true. none. Look, DDoS, DDoS attacks take a lot of uh, a lot of code. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Some people Mm-mm. claim no, it doesn't hacking to be an art form. No, not that. I never have never uh, considered DDoS an actual hack because it's just it's 
Oh, it, it, there's no art to it. There's no beauty. There's no nothing. It's, it's just organized very, chaos. It's yeah. And the thing is, like, you get, or at least, I mean, this was years ago, but you know, you get the twelve-year-olds or whatever who like, you know, click a button to download a script, and then they're running DDoS attacks, and they're like, "I'm a hacker." No, you're not. <laughs> you're a script runner. <laughs> you're just a little pissant. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's not that's not hacking. No, that's, true that, hacking is beautiful. True, oh, not, yeah. not brute force. Not I'm talking about your true. Yeah. Sneaky, get in. Oh yeah, art. I I think the art form in that is social engineering. The social engineering hacks are always the best. Oh, I love They're that. They're so yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, so I posted yeah, it up so, on our public Discord uh, an episode of Darknet Diaries where it was oh, to yeah. do with um uh hacks like like um social engineering hacks mm -hmm. and one of the stories that i heard was utterly hilarious where they were trying to um they were trying to break into this place and they were disguised they disguised themselves as um exterminators yes yes i know the story oh yes. it's so funny it's really good but they get they get holed up by security and they're held at gunpoint basically and he's still mm -hmm. trying to talk his way out of it even though the the two are literally on the ground being pointed like guns pointed yeah. at them and they're still trying to blag it and he's, his partner's literally going give him the letter give him the letter and it comes <laughs> to be like after a massive discussion he just goes why did we see you on cctv the night before and he went oh i've been had here's my letter so okay yeah cool after this back and forth for about an hour the funny yeah. part of the story is the security guard's boss was hiding in the bushes filming the yeah. whole thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Ah, so oh, it's good. It's good. Darknet Diaries. Honestly, check it out. It's one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Yeah. After yeah. you've listened but, to ours, of course. Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, we should probably uh, move on because we're we're trying something new this week. <laughs> yeah, we 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 are actually yeah, and I've I've ruined that already. Well, no, I, I'd say me and my weird Billy Mays and DDoS. Billy Mays. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, okay. So yeah, um, this is a good thing for um, for Metacritic, I believe, and for people who actually want to find genuine user reviews. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So and yeah. I'm one of those people that I want the real review. Yeah. So do yeah. I. So just bear that in mind for the future. If a game comes out, uh, just just wait 36 hours, and you'll sign all those user reviews after then. Yeah. But, speaking of reviews, mm -hmm. we now have to move on to Ghost of Tsushima. Or Tsushima, or however you want to pronounce it. Or, uh, as another yeah. podcast I listened to, started taking the mick out of it by calling it um, Ghost of Tiramisu. <laughs> or, go or, or Ghost of Terra's Matalata. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it's like, they, they went really ham on that, and I thought okay. it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I keep calling it Ghost of Sushi, but that's just me. Well, yeah, yeah it, that could also work. Yeah, Ghost of Sushi. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not technically wrong. It's just you can't pronounce no. the ema at the end of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Uh, this was absolutely <laughs> infuriating to me the other day. It, yeah. And I then I had, and then I had to stop because I found out I'm going to review Ghost of Tsushima yeah. for, the, uh, for the site, so I had to stop reading reviews. Yep. <laughs> 
I did wonder if you were going to announce that with this. So I, yes, I, I am. Usually, my review process is: if I know I'm <laughs> reviewing a game, I will read nothing. Yeah. I do not want to be coloured by yeah. anything. And then, Absolutely. once my review is out there, I will go and read all of the reviews I can and go, "Ooh, I might have been yeah. spot on about this," or I might have gone with a dissenting opinion, or whatever. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've coloured my view already, and that doesn't mean that the review's going to suck. But I've stopped yep. now. So, uh, some review outlets, and I'm not going to call any out by name, uh, although I really would love to, uh, have stated that the game is very visceral in its violent content, as a result giving it a lower score than Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Which, which is a very viscerally violent game. And yet exactly. they absolutely praised that game for its violent content. Yeah, yeah. I'm not big on... Uh, Contradiction. People who contradict themselves, exactly. Uh, so this kind of stuck out in my mind as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't... I don't get that. I don't get that. I really don't get that. I don't understand um, it as well. It's like... One outlet in particular that, like I said, I really want to call them out for it. I know, I know. I'm holding firm. I'm holding firm. Yeah, yep. yep. Breathe. Okay. <laughs> One outlet in particular was very, very positive about The Last of Us Two, mm-hmm. to the point where they uh, wrote a uh, parody review from this, from the form of an incel. Uh, Claiming yeah, that everybody who didn't that. like vain content was just a pussy and stuff like that, and but yet it, within the first paragraph of this review was basically mm-hmm. saying this is a very violent video game and I don't yeah. like it because of it. I, uh, uh, we want everyone to form their own opinions, but mm. that. I can't. I'm just like, in my robot brain, it's going, error, error, error. <laughs> Look, even in my non-robotic brain, it's uh-huh. going error, because it's it defies all logic. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. Um, mm, I know, and the thing is, right, and the reason why I've brought this up as a news story is because I actually, I know a lot about the area in which they were talking about. The, the samurai mm-hmm. era, you know, feudal yes, Japan, absolutely. all that sort of thing. <laughs> Let's be honest, it was a very violent time. Oh, very. Very, very violent time. So, uh, um, but what they have taken, they haven't taken away from the fact is, is that the samurai themselves, and even the ronin, fought with honour. Oh, uh, yes. There is, you know, <sighs> they might have been violent, but they were at least honourable about it. Yeah. There is nothing honourable about The Last of Us Part 2. That is just oh, no. violence for the sake of violence. Absolutely. And that that's freely admitted. That's not us saying a negative thing about that. Uh, Neil no. Druckmann was very, very insistent that it was a violent game. Yeah, he said that he there's it violence be in there because it's not, suppo- it's not supposed it's not to supposed, yeah. make you... It's but, supposed to make you feel horrible. Yes. Yeah. Which I can understand. Art doesn't always have to be positive, and I get that. Right. It, some art does make you feel uncomfortable, and understandably so. But this is another situation of this is making you feel uncomfortable, but everything around it looks stunning. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I exactly. don't know because I haven't got the game yet. So yeah, 
we didn't uh, get a, we didn't get a review code from Sony, unfortunately, and I'm not going to belittle that, but I have to spend my own money on it. But I was going to do that anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's that's going to be. I mean, uh, let's just be honest. We probably. I don't. Mm, I don't want to say anything because because I don't know anything. But <laughs> let's say we don't get Halo Infinite. Well, I'm buying that sucker. You know, I'm buying that sucker. Don't need to buy it. It's on Game Pass. Well, yes, I know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Knowing you, you were on the physical, oh. the physical oh, version, okay. limited edition Master Chief and Cortana version, obviously. <laughs> yes, I bought that... five different versions of Halo Three. So, of course, you did. <laughs> Look, the minute they start bundling a remote-controlled warthog in there, that's you uh, set. That's you they done. Had one Oh my gosh, in 2007, they released the uh, Warthog, RC Warthog. Oh. And then they had the Needler gun, and I just loved all of it. I had to leave it all in America. Are you joking? Needlers suck. No, they don't. Yes, they do. (laughs) They are terrible weapons. (laughs) No, okay, in Halo 2, they're not the best. In Halo 3, they're pretty good. Putting some distance between you and another person. Well, so. re- well, remember that my best experience of Halo is Halo 2. Yeah, so, yeah. where it sucks. The weapon system is so different. Oh my gosh. I gotta stop talking yep. about it. Yep. We are going to, literally though, guys, I do want to say um, we are going to be playing it uh, streaming on Twitch. It's just We're going we to to. Yeah, we just need to set a time and, and stuff. Also, um, I need to find a new capture card. And that too. <laughs> Which has been more struggle because, you know. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it off air, but um, yeah, we'll talk about it off air. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we, will, we will get some Halo streams going up at yeah. some point, and we're going to play really through the Master to, Chief Collection. I was going to say, I really want to do that before the official release of the game. That's, uh, and that's the hope. Just is that enough time. Yeah. We do maybe yeah. a, maybe a stream a week, and we can try and if yep. we do it for like three odd hours, we'll talk more about this off air. But yeah, if we do it, we, if we do it. We're going to try and complete all five Halo games, yep. story based yep. Halo games beforehand. Uh, yes. Because I'm not doing Reach again. Uh, and and I'm not we're not doing. doing... ODS... Yeah, I'd love to play ODST, but I can I play that on my ODST. own terms. Yeah. I thought we were going to play ODST and not play the game that doesn't exist because no, it doesn't we exist. Ha- no, we have to because it's narrative. Mm-hmm. It's canon, which I cannot believe, and we will talk about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> we have to play it. I have no example. Okay. Of okay. I have to form my for own you, opinion on Halo 5, okay? You're right. You're exactly right. So for you, I will go through it again. Who knows? One. Playing it with a noob might actually help you experience, enjoy the experience oh, no. a bit more. No, if last week taught you anything, <laughs> no, you was 100% supported every single problem I had with it, I think it's just going to exemplify it more. <laughs> okay, well, well, that's also the other you effect it could have. It, so, you know, we'll see. I might we'll also see. hate it. You will hate it. You will uh, hate it. I'm literally, <laughs> uh, I'm literally just sitting here looking at my collection of games and I see Halo 1, 2, Halo 2 multiplayer pack, Halo 3, Halo ODST, Halo Reach on the 360. Yep. <laughs> and I've not played yeah. any of them. Yeah. Well, apart we'll, from two. We'll do that. We'll, we'll have one of our meetings this week and we'll, we'll plan it out. We're going to do it. Yeah. Do agreed. It. It's too, okay. It's just, yeah. 
Anyway, so, wow. New format. <laughs> no, it, no, it, no, because that was at least a little bit more streamlined than normal. It's true. Okay. So, uh, is that, that wraps it up for news, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Basically, the long and short of it is Ghost of Tsushima reviews come out, rate it lower than Last of Us Part 2, despite its vi- visceral content. Yeah. And what a load of uh, utter nonsense that is. And I-, I don't care, I'm putting it out there. It was VG 24 7. <laughs> you wouldn't make it. I knew you would make it through. But yes. VG 24 7 suck, and Kirk McKeon is an idiot. Those views are not shared by Rapid Reviews UK. <laughs> no, they are my own, and I agree to that, but I don't yeah. care. Kirk McKeon is a yeah. foolish idiot because he wrote both reviews. Yeah. Um, and as always, we do say go read for yourself and make your own yeah. decisions. Uh, Absolutely. But it's, yeah. It's, it's bad. Blaring. Yeah. Does not compute. No, thing. I was literally but- sitting there reading the review, and mm-hmm. I was laughing at how... Just... How bad it was, and then uh, my parents were like, "What are you laughing at?" I was like, "How badly written this review was." Yeah, we need yeah. to see if we can get him on the show. Um, no, I, we should though. Why? Just to pick his mind and say, "Why are you like?" He doesn't this? have a brain. Who made you like this? Who made you? <laughs> okay, who did this to, to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Um, okay, yes, we have to. So. Uh, I'm going to do, make this very, very brief, um, which is weird because I say that every week, but it really is going to be this time. Okay, um, I'm, bringing the, I'm bringing a stopwatch out, okay? Oh, gosh. Go. Great pressure. It's going to make me talk super fast. Uh, no, Go. this is our rebranded section uh, of We Got This. Um, it's a two-minute uh, segment where you just kind of take a moment every week and you know kind of have a mindfulness session and stuff um but this week's gonna be a little bit different because we have rebranded it to we've got this which is more a community oriented you know community based type of of way of thinking um while i'm not saying you you definitely should always have your your mindfulness about yourself always uh but this week is going to be more about you need to check on your friends. Yeah. Um, you have to. Because um, some friends, they're not doing well. And some friends are not obvious about it because some people, when they're not doing so well, they actually become more productive um, and will smile bigger and be funnier. Um, we see that a lot with comedians. Um, yeah, a lot absolutely. of comedians... Yeah, they're some of the funniest people. You know, we've mentioned Jim Carrey, how much we both, like, adored him growing up because he was Massively hilarious. depressed. Massively depressed. Massively yeah. depressed. I, I yeah. use humor as a deflection tactic all the time. Yes, you do. No, yeah. <laughs> you do, but it's it's it has its place. It helps a lot, but it also can work as a mask. Um, and so for those of you out there... Just because someone seems like they're uh, uh, invincible or they're doing amazing or holy crap, you know, I wish I had that life. Uh, it's not always what's really happening beneath the surface. Um, yeah. yeah. 
So as always, if you're feeling down and, and not so great, contact the Samaritans. They're so wonderful. Or, or, um, the, or the National Suicide Prevention Hotline in America. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you for reminding me of that. Um, sometimes I, I forget. Um, and always, though, think about your friends. Check on them. Just a, just a, you okay? You know, they're not always going to say anything, but they'll always think about the fact that you said it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I do so, it with you. You, you, yes, you messaged you me the other, the other day and I went, yep. let's talk. You know, yeah. you really didn't want to, but. I did not. I didn't. I, my default setting is I don't want to talk, uh, as you know. So yeah, well. neither, neither do I, but sometimes it, it requires someone to just go, nope, yeah. you need to talk to someone. Yeah, um, and probably most of our listeners don't know, I'm going through quite a bit of a crisis at the moment, um, mm. and lockdown has not been beneficial no, of <laughs> for that not. crisis. But I think um, beneficially yeah. for you, actually being back working again will ease oh, some of that yeah. again a little bit yeah. more. Well, I was going to say, I got I got my first taste of it last week. Not not this past week, but the week previous week before that. Mm -hmm. And it felt like a giant weight had been lifted because I was back on a routine. Yeah, <clears throat> I think the routine Very will help you in a massive way. But we'll, we'll, we won't go into that too much, obviously, because no, no, that's but, your personal um, issues. <laughs> right. But, um, but it does... Uh, attest to the fact that please check on your even your successful smiling happy friends uh happy tree friends um never because... mention that again <laughs> I love happy tree friends i used to but then it got <laughs> terrible uh i wonder if i rewatched it i, I that, well that's like that's that's the problem i rewatched it a few years ago and oh my oh, god no. it is, is it, really it just... bad Oh my gosh and then uh charlie the unicorn and all that i need to go back and watch that <gasps> cat face he has the face of a cat. Back on course. Oh my gosh! <laughs> See, we have to try and rate it in. This is a, this is a problem. <laughs> it's a problem for both of us. It is, but <laughs> as always, please remember, we've got this. Yeah, rebranded we, because we are together. Yes, absolutely. We're all in this together. Mental health does That's not right. discriminate. That's for dang sure, as we would say in Texas. <laughs> all right there cowpoke ah <laughs> uh, um yeah so that moves us on to our topic well, we're not doing too bad yeah we're doing all right doing all right yeah. it's definitely trimmed the fat a hell of a lot more because we're 50 minutes in and you know usually it'd be an hour and a half at this point yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay anyway uh yes you take you take it now <laughs> just fry it on that why don't you <laughs> Anyway, so this is this is something I've wanted to cover for a very, very long time. Yes. Uh, we, we have covered some very unreputable people in the industry, i.e. Randy Pitchford. Yes. Uh, go yeah. listen to that episode, because that was hilarious. It's so good. It's a good episode. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. It, it was awesome for a, ra a roundtable light discussion. Yeah. But it was I very, very really weird. Good. Some of the stuff he's done is weird. Anyway. We've yep. covered the unreputable people within the industry. We feel we need some positivity. Yes. Especially in these dark times, we need something Absolutely. positive to, to go back and to look at. However, mm -hmm. this should have been last week. Mm -hmm. Because it had been but, yeah. uh, last weekend mm -hmm. was actually five years since the legend, and this is obviously where we're getting to, the legend that was Satoru Iwata passed away. 
-hmm. Five years. My God, how that time has gone. It's yeah. Um, It's 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 crazy to think because he was such a fixture, you know. Well, yeah, he was part of Nintendo's furniture. That yeah, that is a really good descriptor. Um, And so, I probably like most people thought that well, this is. I mean, okay, is maybe it was jump. In the gun a little bit, but it's the way I think. I was like, oh well, that's that's going to be it for Nintendo. How you know? Uh, well, to be yeah. honest, I did I did worry obviously when this happened, but I think yeah. uh, since um, since his passing, having a Furukawa in there, mm-hmm. um, and um, oh, I can't remember the name who took over temporarily. Uh, yeah, yeah. It might have been. That... Uh, oh, I can't remember. I gotta have a look. So, we usually have this pulled up. <laughs> I, I usually would, and I would remember this, yeah. to be honest. It's just one of those days. I mean, know? it's Doug Bowser now. Well, yeah. Um, it's how but that's, um, yeah, but that's um, <laughs> Nintendo of America's president. It's yeah. So, oh, that was the one. It, so after Iwata, it was uh, uh, Kirishima, or Kimishima, right. and then it was Furukawa, so who is the current president of Nintendo Japan. Mm-hmm. So I was right, kind of. Yeah, you were. No, you absolutely were. Um, um, yeah. So, God, yeah. I I was actually very surprised, um, and uh, did not think that they'd be able to pull that out. But they have done really well. Yeah, they have. Um, to be fair, he was. Um, yeah. In case you haven't realised, we're covering legends, utter legends of the industry. Uh-huh. I mean, there are a fair few. I mean. Uh, this sort of, it will kind of link in with two other legends of the industry in this respect because their paths do cross a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he was such an influential figure within the video game industry, not just within Nintendo's ranks. Um, he was very well respected. Uh, mm-hmm. He was a very kind individual. Yes. Um, from yeah. what we hear from people on very the industry and decide very honorable very decent me just yeah i was just know. like dude that's how i want to be that's how i want to be when i get my business and then i got my business so yeah so <laughs> yeah we actually did something uh, a little bit different this week mm-hmm. where we approached people in our discord because mm-hmm. we wanted some uh, some memories or some basically some stuff that we 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 probably remembered but stuff mm-hmm. that is obviously uh, some of our writers and our fans actually think were some of his greatest points. Mm-hmm. So uh, the first one came in from uh, S.D. Walcott, uh, Walcott, sorry, who is uh, one of our writers. Recently, mm-hmm. just wrote the SpongeBob Rehydrated review for Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, one of Iwata's best moments was taking a, a cut of his salary so he wouldn't need to fire anyone. Yeah, I love that. Like that. <sighs> that is like so just I just love that like I cannot say enough about that it's one of the it's just I uh, uh, that is how it should be oh that absolutely is how it be. Mm-hmm. the the thing was is this happened during the Wii U's lifespan wasn't it mm-hmm. yes so I, it was when yeah I was trying to remember well, though, whether it was, it was the GameCube because the GameCube was no, pretty no, much it, a failure it, too yeah, but no, this was this was during the entire global uh, turndown. Uh, oh, what well, the recession and, and yeah, yeah, uh, 
which would be about the Wii U time. Yeah, and 2008 it was... to 2013, wasn't it? Roughly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and so it, it would have happened kind of during the Wii U's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he obviously, yeah, I've already explained, he decided to take a pay cut by mm-hmm. 50%. Yeah. Up, well, up 50% so he, because he felt bad having to lay people off for the top oh. brass's bad decision making. I just, I love that so. I'm a cheese ball. We've talked about this. I'm a cheese ball for honor, but that's so honorable. I, mean, <laughs> I love it. Ridiculous. Uh, like, you'd never hear anyone like Bobby Kotick oh do gosh. anything like that, or no. Andrew House, or oh. Andrew Android Wilson, or, you know, someone like that, or uh, no. Strauss Zelnick at 2K, or Zenimax, no. sorry. Yeah. You'll never hear any one of those doing that because no. it's all about bottom line profits for them. That's all it is. But actually, there's some very, very good quotes from Satoria Water that we will mention a bit later, apart yeah. from this one, which I will just go and find quickly. Uh, where was it? Where was it? Where was it? Uh, here it is. Above all, video games are meant to be one thing fun for everyone. Yes. It's true. That's just, that's Nintendo summed up. I know that, um, you know, it, it's broader than that. But for me, like when I think of Nintendo, I think of Iowa and I think of that. Fun for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, to, to take, not to take away from anything else. I mean, we're looking mm-hmm. mainly at Mr. Iwata, president of Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to move back a little bit and look at, Satori Iwata, game developer. Yes. Because the man has been involved in some of the biggest projects in Nintendo's history. Yes. Including Balloon Fight. Mm Mm-hmm. Kirby. Yep. uh, Earthbound and uh, Mother 3. Yes. um, Smash Brothers and Smash Brothers Melee. Yep. (laughs) But the biggest one? Yeah. It was his code that made the Kanto and Johto regions possible on a Game Boy cartridge for gold and silver. Ugh, that is wild. Unbelievable. That is absolutely crazy. So that comes yeah. on to the point that I was going to make, which came mm-hmm. in from uh, Lady underscore Sugarcube, Jennifer, yes. friend of the show and <laughs> regular correspondent. Mm-hmm. She put... I'd like to point out how Iwata had his heart in the Pokemon franchise, and I bet yeah. the people ripping the new title apart online would break his heart. Also, and also how he made one of the best games of the franchise possible, gold and silver. Yes. Too damn right, Jennifer. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's uh, it was his idea to put the, the previous region back into the game. Like, I mean, bearing in mind that the game, <laughs> Gold and Silver are already an incredible evolution of the Pokemon franchise anyway. Mm-hmm. But to include a whole region that already maxed out a cartridge yeah. in that way is utterly absurd. Yeah. And how the heck did they get that running at frame rates, you know, ah. stable frame rates, excellent performance, all that sort of thing mm-hmm. on a Game Boy Unbelievable. It, it, yeah, I mean, I think it would be hard for most people nowadays 
quite understand the scope of that. Mm. Because nothing had ever been done like that before. No, it hadn't. And it's quite an astounding feat of engineering and coding. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, he... I mean, let's be honest here. Had it not been for him, Super Smash Brothers wouldn't exist. Yeah. In the format that it is now. Absolutely. It was was essentially Iwata's idea to put Nintendo characters on this very generic fighting game or full mm-hmm. per- full person fighting game mm-hmm. and, and Masahiro Sakurai never even thought that Nintendo would take to it and this mm-hmm. is obviously before Iwata was president of Nintendo right but you know he worked very closely with Howl Laboratories you know with the Kirby franchise so he had a very good working relationship with, with, with Mr. Sakurai and when they approached the Nintendo top brass they loved it so mm-hmm. You know, he he helped code the games on his spare evenings after working on other projects. He did the same thing with Super Smash Bros. Melee as well, because the game was seriously behind. They wanted wanted the game to release on the GameCube, you know, day of release. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Sakurai just couldn't get it working for some reason. Yeah. So, once again, Mr. Iwata dedicated his evenings and weekends, many, many hours of straight coding... Just to get the game working, but not only working, but probably make it the best, one of the best, in opinions of some, the best Smash Brothers games out there. Yep. Tournament-wise, yeah, absolutely, because it's a broken mess. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody loves a broken fighting game. Let's be honest. Yes. That's why Super Street Fighter Two Turbo is still brilliant. Oh my gosh! gosh, Yes. (laughs) Probably the only fighting game I played more than you know. Than once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I, I'm a Mortal Kombat fan, but I God, do love that turbo uh, mm. button. Um, but yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. I just love that. I don't know much about Japanese culture uh, as it like nowadays. Um, yeah. Although much like yourself, I love ancient. Japanese history sure. stuff like that. Um, so anything I'm saying, I don't know if this is just a cultural thing or if this is Iowata himself. But I just love the idea that he never forgot where he came from. Oh yeah, absolutely. That I, I think that is a very cultural thing within uh, oh. Japan. Yeah, he he wasn't he wasn't a better for for last for lack of a, of a better term. Like, yeah, he was a coder. He was a code monkey. He was in there. Yeah, uh, he was in the thick of things. Yeah. That's why he was able to get the best out of his staff. Yes, exactly. That is exactly my point. And I respect that on just every level as yeah. a human, but also as an entrepreneur and a business owner. Um, I just, ah, oh, I love that. Absolutely. Yeah, so do I. I believe that if you're if you're ready to lead a, a set of people, you need mm-hmm. to know where you've come from. You need to oh, know yeah. the job inside and out. And there wasn't anyone better in that than Satoru Iwata, who knew, you know, how to start from the very humble beginnings of just tiny little coding projects or mucking around with uh, digital calculators as you start. Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy how people get their start into an industry, you know, and his, his was kind of an insane one, to be honest, but... 
I mean, the love was clearly there. You know, he wouldn't have dedicated so much time to helping Masahiro Sakurai or, um, you know, Shigeru Miyamoto on a lot of Mario games or, you know, with Pikmin and stuff like that. It's, right. it's you know, Pikmin would have never been made had it not been for um, Satoru Iwata's being president of Nintendo at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's insane. Like, I mean, a game about someone who crash lands on a planet full of weird bugs that's made up you know that has stuff from the human world in there it is the most weird concept of all time it is and it worked yeah it, it did worked. you know uh the get the notorious mother free that never came out over oh, here gosh. that got you know that um oh god was it shigatori toy i think his name is mm-hmm. uh the guy who created the mother series yeah you know, yeah he oh. was like, I remember reading an interview after Satoru Iwata passed, and that teared me up how how highly he spoke of the man. And it was like, oh my god, it's horrible! Like yeah. to to see all these incredible people in the industry, especially Nintendo like developers, talk about this man. Like not only the fact that he was the greatest boss of all time, mm-hmm. but he was the be- their best friend. Yes. Know? Oh. You know, I just Reggie. Love it. You know, Reggie still talks about it. This is what brought it up. It's yeah. like he, his tweet the other day where he said, I can't believe it's been five years since I lost my best friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, something along those lines. It's like, man, it cuts deep. Yeah, um, it really does. I mean, um, the, the industry God, sucks a- more because we don't have him anymore. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you there. Um, I, because, I mean, on top of being just genuine and authentic, which yeah. is just such a rare find in and of itself, um, he was funny. Um, yeah. Because I think during his time there, I could have, I couldn't have cared less about <laughs> Nintendo's announcements and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I understand not because, that. I was going to say, not because, you know, I wasn't in to the games that were being announced, I just, just is, you know, the era of 360, and you, I, you Nintendo was... You're a Microsoft yeah, fan, it's Microsoft understandable. Girl, yeah, and, you know, Nintendo was for babies. Um, <laughs> it's not. I want to make it very clear, it's not. I was just very much a Nintendo, I mean, Nintendo, an Xbox 360 yeah, game. Yeah, and, and that's what the Microsoft and the Sony fans always used to think, is that the Nintendo yes. for babies, you yes, know. Yes, that's exactly right. child's first console sort of thing, and you know. And then I want to start making appearances in things, and... Yeah. His humor turned out to be my exact brand it's of humor. So funny, and like, I was like, <laughs> "I like uh, this. I, I have to start paying attention to yeah. Nintendo now." Uh, the thing was, is the the <laughs> one that always makes me laugh, like the weirdest, is when um him and Reggie are fighting in that Smash <laughs> Brothers trailer. It is, the, and that was just an announcement for me fighters for Smash Brothers know. Four. It was so weird. It was weird, but it was perfect. Yeah, and I his, was just like, "What?" Yeah, his flying headbutt reminded me of E Honda. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was um, awesome. It was so funny. Uh, yeah, because that was the time where I was like, oh, me's are stupid. They're just copying off of Xbox's avatars. Wrong. I mean, I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you. I was, I'm, you know, You're... I'm here to say I've grown. I've matured. And you realize <laughs> that Microsoft copied everything Nintendo done that generation. 
maybe not copied everything. Uh, but, the know. connect, the connect for the motion controls. <laughs> yes, the know. avatars for the Mies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they copied nearly yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, they, they did. They did. But then again, uh, so did Sony. Yeah, I mean, they were all taking from each other. Of course um, they were. But, uh, but that was enough. Like, his sense of humor, his uh, his ability to, to read what gamers wanted uh, or something, yeah. like, it, it made me pay attention to Nintendo at a time where I had no, there was literally no reason for me to mm. pay attention. They didn't have FPSs. They were never going to have FPSs, in my mind. No. Uh, you know, um, you know, I don't know, it's a good time waster, but, oh, you know, and mobile gaming was starting to come up, and it was like, eh, I can, you know, yeah, play mobile games. Eh, stupid. But then Iwata comes along, and he's like, yeah. you know, game is for everyone. And yeah, I'm just like, I think I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you you finally came on board with what all the Nintendo fans had been saying for years that Iwata yeah. was the best thing to happen to Nintendo. Yep, yep, yep. Because yep. even then, I would like I'd see the occasional tweet about it, and I would just be like, I don't care. I'm you know I'm mm. too cool for this. And then just it it made its way into my head, and yeah. I was just like, that's that's the brilliance of of his natural ability uh, how do i phrase this it was marketing but not marketing it was authentic you know yeah it was you know i'm one of you look at this yeah oh i'm glad you mentioned that i'm so glad right in the way that you did because this quote right? fits that whole purpose immediately where i mean everyone's probably heard this quote already it says on my business card i am a corporate president in my mind i am a game developer but yeah. in my heart I am a gamer. I love it so much. See, he was one of us. He really <laughs> he was. was. And, you know, you look at... Uh, I hate to mention him again, but Scumbag Kotick and yeah. Android Android Wilson and all that. They're not really gamers. They're just businessmen that want to make a quick buck. This guy yeah. wanted to make money for the company he worked for, but he wanted to make the gamers happy as well yeah. because he wanted to see those games because he wanted to bloody play them. Well, I mean, I think it, it, there's a very, very uh, famous quote among the writing community, which is, if you don't see the book you want to read, then you have to write it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's the same thing for games. And he definitely did that, you know. Um, mm. it, it's weird. I've never, ever played... Uh, he was the one that originally created Joust. I've never played Joust because it was a little bit before my time, but... Yeah. I remember my, my brother being crazy obsessed about it, and I remember yep. seeing old arcade com uh, uh, cabinets with the artwork. The artwork just drew me in. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, that's way back. What is that, like 80-something 80, 80 in just the 80s? <laughs> Let me have a look. Before, before my brain was ever developed. Um, and, 82. Uh, 82? Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. So, he was really before his time. I know that's a, a kind of a trope, kind of a cliche at this point. No, Iowa was way before his, his time. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. But... Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Can I um, make mention of two things? Absolutely. 
this is something that I hold very, very dear to me. Uh, it is currently on my shelf, and I'm looking at it right now. It is a copy of NES Golf. Right, right. The uh, designer of the game was Shigeru Miyamoto. Yes, it was. The programmer yes. of the game was Satoru Iwata. Oh, the wow. composer of the game was Koji Kondo. Oh my goodness! But really? The, yeah, the, the dream team, the absolute yeah. dream team in 1984 came together to make this. What was at the time pretty revolutionary golf game. <laughs> but the reason why I bring it up, I hold it dear because it is one of his first games that he worked on for the NES. Mm-hmm. But it was the fact that because of his success as president of Nintendo and getting the Switch out, you know, before his passing, mm-hmm. they actually put a secret copy of NES Golf on the Switch. Aww. Yeah, but Aww. it disappeared as of December 2017. And the reason, I believe, why they put it on there was a homage to Satori Iwata. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You couldn't play it, but it was just in the code. Oh. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, well, I think actually, I do cute. think you can. You might be able to play it with a hack or something, or at the time right. you could. But they put it on there for good luck. Yeah. Oh. Which oh. was amazing. So See, I hold the original oh. car, and I I will never ever get rid of that. No, no, ever. you I I didn't even realize. Like, I, of course, I know I've even played in ES golf, but mm. um, I didn't um. I didn't know it was the dream team for yeah, lack of yeah, it was the dream team. It was the dream oh team. Gosh. Can't believe uh, even I learned. I didn't know Koji Kondo was on the music for that game. I know. Oh my gosh. Koji, ah. Koji Kondo is the uh, composer of Mario themes. You know the the most yes. famous. Of yes. Them. Absolutely. He's, I think he's pretty much worked on nearly every single Mario games music. Yeah, um, I believe on YouTube there is a, uh, it's either a snippet of an interview with him or it was in a documentary I was watching about video games. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like the very first thing I ever saw on Netflix, and this is years ago, was a, a video game doc- documentary. So yeah. <laughs> it shows where my priorities lie. So it might have actually been in that. Um, but um, yeah, uh, I actually forgot my point. It was about that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably talking about I, how you came up with the music. Yeah, it was, that was it. It was about the music and about the uh, limitations of the MIDI yeah. uh, files at the time and the idea that he made uh, just these these beautiful melodies out of, you know, what, like 16 notes or something. You yeah, know? I'm, he, I'm, yeah, that's literally all it is. It's like they can only they can only do sixteen notes, but he had basically full orchestrated yeah. versions yep. that were then scaled down into MIDI for yes, that. Yes, that's exactly it, and uh, it's done. Yeah, just oh, see, I know. This is why, and I and I am very glad. I mean, I've said this before. I do want to see video games get a, a legitimacy, and I think that uh, the shows and and television shows and netflix shows and blah blah, blah that are you know, being made from yeah. these is kind of helping to legitimize it um but i've long believed like most of you people out there uh video games are a true true art form um, yeah and pe- it, i agree and people like shigeru miyamoto satori Iwata, yes. masahiro sakurai and koji kondo all knew that yes they did and they took it they well it, it, it just goes back to 
they were creating things that they wanted to play, wanted to hear, wanted to see, wanted exactly. to experience. And that right there is the key to everything in yeah. life. You know. I mean, I mean, you just look at Masahiro Sakurai recently by putting Terry in mm-hmm. Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Nobody, yes. barely anyone knew who Terry was, but he That's was a right. huge SNK fan. It was like, you know what? Yep. I don't care. I'm putting him in my game. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> it. I love that. Absolutely love that. Yeah. And you could tell oh. his absolute love of SNK because of uh, that whole presentation. He was just talking like... You know, the way that he put the trailer together using the old uh, Neo Geo sprites and having the, the Neo Geo pocket and all that sort of thing. It was like, oh my God, this is crazy, like how much love you have for this. But, you know, that was exactly what Iwata was like. And then obviously, they're mm-hmm. talking about Sator- um, um, Masahiro Sakurai there, but it was the same principle that Iwata had. He wanted to play something that he wanted to play. He created stuff that he wanted to play and he knew that people would want to play. Yeah. exactly oh i just i adore that so do i but i think we'll come to a close on this one but i will i will give one last quote and i think this is a very very good quote Mm -hmm. in our business too often people with a fresh idea don't have a chance i believe if tetris were presented today here is what the producer would be told go back give me more levels give me better graphics give me cinematics and you're probably going to need a movie license to sell that idea to the public oh he was so tuned in Ah. (laughs) i mean look at look at i'm playing tetris 99 again that doesn't need cinematics visuals no that just needs a good idea yep that's it yeah yeah absolutely absolutely 100 percent yeah. But the man is an utter legend, and he yes. is uh, to be on my side, although I never met the guy. His death had a huge impact on me, and yeah. he is, uh, to be honest, he's missed every day, I believe. Oh, I definitely think so, yeah. So, I hope we did you justice, Mr. Owata. Absolutely. Ah, oh, oh, absolutely. So, we will move on from this, uh celebration of Mr. Owata's life by asking, yes. uh, by, by going on to some questions. <laughs> One yes. question, in fact. One question, yes. Previous guest. Previous uh, fan <laughs> of uh, a particular game on the PlayStation uh, 5. Yeah. Uh, Mr. James, uh, Fraser Morrison, or at Fraser Esports on Twitter, yeah. just says, hashtag buzz sex. <laughs> oh, hashtag bug snacks. So, so, are, so you, are you still on Team Bug Snacks? I'm still on Team Bug Snacks. Okay. Uh, well, have you changed your tune yet? Are you I coming over not- to the? Are you coming over yeah. to the dark and uh, or no, the colourful and light and fluffy side? I was gonna say it wouldn't be the dark side. I'll tell you this. This is just realized. This just hit me. Uh, so off air, uh, Pete was trying to explain um, Cockney rhyming. Oh my god. <laughs> And I got very frustrated at one point because you have to understand I. The only thing I'm good at, the only thing I'm good at in life is uh, solving riddles and cracking codes and doing cryptograms and yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, I'm scarily good at that stuff. Mm. Explaining Cockney rhyming slang to me when there is no thread of logic or code breaking that can be done <laughs> creates a visceral anger in me that is uh, hard to describe. I know Bug it was snacks. <laughs> Evokes that same. <laughs> 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 
I don't understand its cutesy art style. It's too so colourful. Strawberries for arms and ice creams walking around on the ground. <laughs> now, I'm uh, not even going to make that joke again because I nearly defaulted to yes. Stewie's Griffins and we got ants again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but the funny thing is, I, I still I say this, but uh, one of my favorite games to this day, and I will actually be probably be playing it at some point this week, um, is Viva Pinata. Um, that so is a game what? that yeah. what? So how yeah. can you criticize Bug Snacks for its cutesy yeah. art style when that is ridiculous? It's so ridiculous. It creates its own reality. So I, 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 I have to see how they're going to handle this half bug, half snack. Uh, yeah, I, I will as well. And I'll, I've mentioned to this this to you off air, but I'll mention <laughs> it on air that there is another podcast out there um, called the Computer Game Show. I've mentioned them a few times before, but one <laughs> of the guys on there has a theory that actually the trailer was a bait and switch. Right. Where actually the cute art style is going to be a uh, a mirror for an incredibly uh, violent horror game. Which, <laughs> Which I think I would, would be, be really funny. I would be so on board with that. <laughs> so would I. I think it would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, wait, did you see... It? Okay, now, okay, wait, okay. I was going to be like, oh my gosh, but I have to give some respect to the developers of that game. Uh Young Horses um, took six years to develop the game, yeah. which I was going to be like, oh, why would you? And then I got my butt handed to me uh, <laughs> in order to, quote, not burn out. Uh, Good. Which I have to respect that. Of course, they then followed up with, as well as, quote, to figure out what the game was, which kind of explains <laughs> to me. Worrying <laughs> <laughs> uh, stages, uh, basically. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting. Oh wow, uh, it takes inspiration from Ape Escape, so maybe Yay. that's your yeah. D what? Okay, wait a minute. Have you gone off track oh, again? I I have to say this. Let's we'll blame the esports teacher for this tangent. We will. Damn you, James. <laughs> okay, there are four games mentioned as inspiration. Or bug snacks. Ape Escape, Viva Pinata. Uh, you're not you're not far off. So Ape Escape, which we know is your thing. Damn right. Uh, the other three should have me jumping up and down and wanting to play this game right now. Pokemon Snap. Nice. Dark Cloud, which I mentioned a couple weeks ago. Is that the PS2 game, Dark Cloud? Yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. And Viva Pinata. Of course. So yeah, you should be really Which happy I at this. I just said was my one of my absolute favorite games. So I really want to see this uh, Bug Snacks saga unfold and see if I go from I viscerally hate this game to oh yeah, it's my game of the year. <laughs> well, I mean, if this was on Xbox, it'd be on Game Pass, so therefore you'd be able to try it out at least. But oh, it's yeah. on the PSP, so new. No. Oh wait, it'll be on PS4. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. Yeah, it's I'm PS4, good. PS5, and PC. Yep. Uh, okay. So this will be this will be funny. I I'm always willing to give things a chance. Uh, and if unless oh, unless the name I is Halo Five. 
I gave it a chance. It failed. <laughs> failed me. I, I, um, I, I but uh, but uh, this week has proven that I will give, give anything a chance in that as much as I have bashed uh, that stupid, stupid... Last of Us Part 2? No. Death Stranding. That stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid game called Last of Us Part 2. That too, but uh, but I gave it a chance as well. Yeah, I know uh, you did. Death Stranding. I did put my name forward to review it. I didn't get it, and 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 I'm not going to say that I celebrated, although I did. Well, you did because you sent I me a message really... almost immediately, going you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to tell the audience so they can always be sure that when I review a game, and Pete is the same exact way, um, I can separate myself from the game until I've played the game. You know, so when you're when I'm reviewing a game, I'm going to review it open mindedly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I said about yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, like as soon as I knew I was that I was gonna be on it, that was it. Yeah. I just stopped reading reviews because I didn't want to yeah. be further coloured by what other people were saying. So to bring that back around, bug snacks, no right now? Uh uh-uh. uh. Bug snacks um, as of uh, November, if it's a release if I game get- of course. If I get picked to review it, I will review it with an open mind and an open heart. I'm going to veto you to actually review it, because I think it'd be hilarious. Oh, Oh, wouldn't that be funny if we both reviewed it? That'd be great. We probably should. We should. I'm going in completely biased against it, but I would, again, suspend that bias. And I'm going in biased towards it. And yeah, so we're both on record with, you know, stated biases, and we'll see if they change. I do like that. Maybe we'll do that. We should do uh, a collaborative yeah. review on it then. Yep. 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 Okay, we'll, 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 we'll talk to Overlord. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yep. um, okay, so that actually about wraps it up. Uh, mm. Let's see. I nice, want to just A nice trim and, trimmed version. Bad. Yeah, nice trimmed too version. Bad. So oh. the the idea was is that we we're going to try and trim this a little bit more than uh, the the usual rambling. So we, I think yeah. we've done well this week. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, but as always, we definitely thank you for joining us. Uh, we as we we say this during the week, we've got this segment, but I really or we really hope you're hanging in there. Um, it's strange times. Um, it's strange times for everyone. So we yes. just. Ad- very much appreciate you stopping by and giving us any moment of your time. Um, it means the world to us. Um, and of course we don't advertise. So any kind of like and share and all that good stuff goes very far with us. Um, and as always rapid reviews, radio pod. Oh, dad coming. <laughs> <laughs> you were going so well there as well. I know. I was- so well but i am fading fast i know uh, anyway what i was trying to say was rapid reviews radio is a supplementary podcast to the rapid reviews uk website um which can be found at www.rapidreviews.com uh, the reason why it's taking me so long to do that is because i wanted to go see Oh yes. What's been reviewed this week, and my auto thing filled in for my uploading. You know, like where I'm supposed to upload stuff. <laughs> of uh, so uh, this week's reviews include Woodle Tree Two, 
uh, which looks actually kind of cute. Um, yeah, it does. The Drown Tactile Earphone Reviews. By Mr. Uh, Overlord himself. By the Overlord himself, Mr. Mike. Um, and what is, is that, see, I couldn't quite figure it out. Is that earphones? Headphones? Uh, yeah, it's earphones. Okay. Um, and then Battle for Bikini Bottom. Which we mentioned earlier. Yes, which I actually want to play really bad, but I really love SpongeBob. I'm sorry, old SpongeBob, classic SpongeBob. Yeah, classic SpongeBob. Yeah. Because it's sweet, sweet victory. Oh, gosh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) For the longest time, you couldn't find a copy of that on YouTube. They would keep pulling it, and I don't know why. I just don't know why. It's all right. Um, I'll just watch Job for a Sponge instead. Oh my gosh. Have you seen oh, that? Please tell me you've seen that. Yes, it's uh, awesome. Yeah. It's so awesome. It is very good. Oh my gosh. Okay. About to go off on a tangent. No, yep. we're doing so well. I know. Um, <laughs> Hunting Simulator 2, which is interesting because I'm pretty sure I played Hunting Simulator 1. It wouldn't surprise um, me. Do what? I, I said it wouldn't surprise me. You probably yeah, played the it's... real life version, not the simulator. <laughs> I have to say, yes, of course, I've shot guns. I mean, I am from Texas. I've never gone actually hunting. Um, not that I was against it. I just didn't know anybody that did. Well, I knew lots of people that did, but nobody wanted me along. I oh. can't imagine why. Um, <laughs> uh, then we had uh, We Should Talk Review, uh, yeah. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. A short-form narrative game. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Syrup in the Ultimate Sweet Review, which... Looks, looks interesting. Very very colorful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Potassa. I was going to say, I'm really hoping, I'm looking forward to the pronunciation of that one. Yes. Uh, that cracks me up. Uh, the Fairy Flower review, uh, which is, which I actually kind of want to play myself. It because does look cool. It's a puzzle platformer. I'm, I'm getting into that. Um, big Screen Beta, which is... It's an Oculus Quest game. An Oculus quest that allows you to watch movies so yay if I, which is kind of cool actually it is awesome but obviously if i uh, i get nauseous watching doing anything vr Gosh, so i, I think i'll avoid that one because i'll just watch the movie normally but that's um, just my yes, personal angle I should probably also mention that I do have a PSVR game review coming. I'm just having to play it in small little increments. I'm so yeah. sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then, let's see, is that the last one? Oh, then we've got, uh, it came from space and ate our brains, which just amazing. sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, Synth Writers review. I think that was it this week. But I'm going to go back and have a look at the older post mm-hmm. just to make sure. No, I think that's, yeah, I think that's it. But yeah, you double check me. I think that's Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, we got Desperados Free, oh, which also right. came this week too. <laughs> and that and was it. it. Yeah, because the last one before that was Nightcall, which was uh, last Sunday. Yeah. But um, yeah, Desperados 3 um, looks really, really cool. It does. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, definitely go check out those reviews. We uh, everything, I've said it many times, but I can't help it. I love, love, love that we have the uh, reading time listed uh, so you can kind of see how many you can get in on your toilet break. Um, and so <laughs> visit us there at the website, which is again www.rapidreviewsuk.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at rapidreviewsuk or the podcast specific Twitter, which is at RR Radio Pod. 
Um, we do have a Facebook page, uh, Rapid Reviews UK, um, in case, you know, anyone is... For them boomers out there. Hangs out around there. Uh, Twitch TV, or Twitch.tv forward slash RRR. God, did it again. Yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. No, I'm getting really sleepy. Twitch.tv slash RRRadioPod, which hopefully will be on very soon. Yeah, we're uh, hoping. Like I said, we're working on the stuff in the background. I just yeah, got to try and get myself a capture card. We need to clone ourselves about four times with all the stuff we're working on in the background. <laughs> yes. But we, um, uh, we do kind of have an announcement, though, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As of today, or as of when this this video or this, oh damn, I've kind of blown it already. <laughs> you did. You damn it! Really did. <laughs> Basically, the wow. the podcast is going up onto YouTube as of this episode, and all back episodes will be added at a future date. Yes, yes. So, so if you're if you're like me, um, and you love those YouTube playlists, just put them on in the background. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, to do that would be youtube.com slash rapid reviews. Sweet. We have a we have a thing? That's awesome. Yeah. A name to URL? Well www.youtube.com slash Yes. Yeah, it's slash. rapid reviews. I'm pretty I'm absolutely certain of that. That is awesome. We are the coolest ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, we are. So I've been working in the background to try and get as many yep. of those up as possible. That actually, yep. I'm double checking this URL because I yeah, can't... double check. That. Oh my god! Oh, that's so, one second. Even if if let's say that you know by some chance that's incorrect, just go to YouTube and search Rapid Reviews UK. <laughs> uh, yeah, you probably will. Probably will. Uh, and then give us a follow there too. So, yes, please do because, um, like I said, all the there is all the previous episodes are going to uh, go live there. Yeah, um, they are being uploaded uh, presently as we speak. Yes, but I want to make sure that all previous episodes are available before that playlist becomes unlocked. Yeah. So, uh, wow, this is a really long URL. That's I'll post. I will about. post okay. it. I'll post it in the uh, show okay. notes, but. Yeah, if you just search Rapid Reviews UK on YouTube, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one day, one day we will achieve that, that URL, uh, yeah. that YouTube URL. Yes, um, they, we, we will. We will. Yep. Uh, if you want to drop us a line, much like our guest from last week did, and tell us how great and wonderful we are, or how well, the week great before you our mean. guests are. Or, yeah, we... Really? Yeah. Well, we need to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can do that via podcast at rapidreviewsuk.com. Yes. And if they wish to check out what you're doing, Pete, where can they find you? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at PeteBeckett1, the number one, where I'm uh, being called a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I generally try to post up some nice content, but... Uh, most of the time I end up getting into arguments with people because I don't like the truth. Yeah, but that's Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's... yeah, yeah, that's true. It's just Twitter for you, so yeah, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about yeah. you, though, Kylie? Where do they find you? Uh, you can find me tweeting about accepting autism and being a, a autism person trying to fit in this 
great big world of ours at uh, at Kylie to greet, which is K-I-L-A-Y-T-E-H-G-R-E-E-T on Twitter. Um, if you or a loved one are autistic, I'm, well, follow anyway. But, I mean, I'm happy to, to discuss things, and uh, I always try to interact with people and stuff yeah. when they ask me questions. So. Yep, in yeah. fact, one of our previous uh, winners of a competition actually did follow you, and you have many a conversation with them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, don't I, I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, that about wraps it up for Rapid Reviews Radio, uh, except for one thing. Of course. Hit us with that game fact. <sighs> so, it's not just one. I got Ooh. a I got a double pack for you. All right, double feature. So, in the critically pla- panned Crime Caper Driver Free, yes, or Driv Free R. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, okay. uh, there, there is a Hawaiian shirt wearing character called Timmy Vermicelli. A clear parody of the G- of GTA's Vice City's Tommy Vassetti. That's right. Oh my gosh, but, I didn't know that. But the way they took fun of it, made fun of it, they mm-hmm. put swimming bands on it, poking fun at the fact that the GTA hero <laughs> was unable to swim. Yep. Yep. However, oh, that's very good. Mm-hmm. This is why this is a double pack because yeah. they were only returning the favor after Grand Theft Auto Three. In one mission, saw you chasing a badly animated character called Tanner, who bore more of a passing resemblance to Driver's lead character of the same oh, name. That's brilliant. Oh, I love that. <laughs> love those beefs. Love it, love it, love it. Industry beefs, they're my and, favorite. And also the double pack comes back to the GTA and uh, you know, Vice City double pack that they had on the police station. Uh-huh. Yes. So, yes. One of my other favorite games. Forever. Yeah. Um. Um, I'll, I'll take the double pack over the triple pack any day of the week. San Andreas, you suck. Um, uh, moving on. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a different show. Okay. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. And uh, we will speak to you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.